Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello. Hey. Let's talk something controversial in real estate. Yeah, let's do it. Do you or do you not buy internet leads? Oh, you know, we buy internet leads. I know, we buy the leads. Together. And... But let's talk about it. You know, it's kind of burning my ass. So, I well, I just got a $7 million lead. Okay. That's probably going to happen. Okay. And the week before, we got a $4 million lead. Okay. I was about ready to terminate because okay. almost all of my business was starting to become referral. I got those two and suddenly okay. it's starting to change quickly. So I don't know. I don't, if, yeah. Okay, here we go. If you can't beat them, join them. If internet leads did not exist, period. If Zillow wasn't hacking the crap out of everybody and they just called a listing agent, this wouldn't be an issue. Right. But the fact that people, the way I started it, I called Zillow and said, why the heck am I not getting calls on my listings? Right. I'm like, oh, you get some calls. Just give us all your money and then yeah. you'll start getting the calls. So I started it, but it's such a, oh, it makes me it's, so angry. Here's my issue. Let's hear. Zillow and a couple of other big internet monsters out there are avidly trying to remove the realtor from yep. the transaction. So we're paying to get ourselves We're actually removed. funding their takeover. Zillow is also coming out with Zillow Mortgage, which... Oh, I haven't heard that one yes, yet. Yes, Zillow's coming out with Zillow Mortgage. And I just feel like I don't know that I want to fund their efforts to try to put me out of business. I mean, I think that there's, you know, some humongous companies out there that are just trying to circumvent and take out of the situation the realtor, the, the local lender, the people that are here boots on the ground. I mean, do I think that there will always need to be a realtor and a lender? There will always be some market for it? Absolutely. But there's these big dogs, these big players that we are literally funding them to take over our jobs. Right. And I, you know, I could afford to lose a few deals that I'm getting from Zillow to continue to have real estate as a career for all these thousands and thousands of agents in the country. Right. And if we all just band together, if we all band together and stop, yeah, we can do stop it. Stop funding them. And it's so frustrating because, so this is my opinion for new agents. I think they're worth it at the beginning. But once you get your business going, you don't need them anymore. But somehow we do just need to rid of it. I, I, I do I want just, to stop it. Yeah. It's I, like, we need to start there. I don't want it around anymore. Right. And I mean, you know, let's talk lead quality. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, especially on the lending side of it, when somebody's online and they're on Zillow, they are looking for a house. The house looking, the house shopping is very sexy. And if they happen upon a button that causes a lead to come to my funnel and I call and I say, Hey, I'm Colleen, you know, I see you're out there shopping for properties. Are you going to be needing any financing? They're like, huh? 
I don't want to talk to you. Like nobody is excited about talking about their mortgage until they've identified the property that they want. Right. So for me, it's too early in the transaction to have that conversation. So for me, it's definitely started my business. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest about it. Yeah. I was still cold calling. I still had a giant network, but there's so many realtors in the Valley. I had to prove to everybody that I was, I could make deals happen. And so Mm -hmm. I was getting those out of state buyers. I want to let people know how it works on our side. Yeah. So, and just full transparency. So when you're on Zillow, it says call agent. Yeah. They click the button. I don't know exactly how they filter all that out, but they do some investigation on those people. But when you say call agent, they think they're calling the listing agent. Yeah. And they're just calling who's ever paying for those leads. Right. And it in that zip does code. in that zip code. So it feels like bait and switch type situation, which I don't like either. Right. And you have to tell the people, well, I'm not actually a listing agent, but I'll get you on there. And we get right. two types of leads. We get nurture leads, which are people who are clearly looking, Zillow's getting the information and sending it to us. Mm-hmm. Those are not very quality leads. Right. If we get an actual call from Zillow, most of the times, if we can get them into the property quickly, we can turn that, basically, as soon as I'm in front of anybody, just in my experience, they're my buyer and yeah. I'll, I'll be able to work with them. For sure. So we get two different types of quality of leads. I've only converted a few nurture leads, um, but the calls that we get end up becoming something. Yeah. I mean, the whole trick to internet leads is the follow-up. Yes. You know, and most of the time when people are doing follow-up on lead type calls, they're quitting at like the third call. The statistics say that the conversion happens after like the 10th or 11th call. So in order for internet leads, in order to be effective for you and for you to be able to um, be able to convert them, you're going to have to have a phenomenal follow-up system that is going to continue to get in front of people. And you're going to have to wade through the pissed off people that just don't don't want you. They're really sorry they pushed the button. Right. And I told you on some of the nurture leads, I'll get these messages from people because our market is going up so quickly and they're frustrated. They'll just send a message to the listing agent that comes to me. And it says, oh, this market's absolutely awful. I can't believe these prices. How dare you price yeah. them here? Yeah. <laughs> so we get a few of those leads it's too. Not, that's not up to the realtor to choose what the market is doing. It's up to the comparable sales that are being sold that they have to compare the property to in order to come up with the price. So if every house in the neighborhood that looks just like the house you're selling is selling for 800, there's no reason that the realtor is going to price it at 500. So, yeah. And so for you, I totally get where the or the leads, buying those leads are maybe not as successful. For me, I do think most people start with a realtor, even though yes. we've talked about they should start with a lender to see what they can actually afford. But you got to get them excited. You got to get them to want to buy a house. So I'm right. totally fine showing homes to people without a prequal letter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I rebel. know I you're am. Rebel. And I tell new agents all the time. A good broker will tell you not to waste your time on someone who's not prequalified. Yeah. I absolutely spend my time with people. I will spend probably four to five homes before wow. I'm let, because I want to make the connection. Right. I want them to know that I find them valuable, even if they can't do it right now, but eventually they will be able to buy, even if it's going to take them some time. Yeah. So for me, I want the connection. I want that person in my database that I can call even in a year from now when they are ready to buy. So here's the thing. You need to make working with you easy. And so there's a real balance. I was talking to my team about it yesterday because we were talking about conversion and talking about, you know, making sure that we are reflecting ourselves as the professionals that we are and doing loan consultations, not just acting like we're a convenience store. 
But at the same time, there's a balance in that we have clients that can call us and they can do an application right there. They can get a rate right there. They can lock it in and all all in one fell swoop with them really not having to do anything. So there's a balance of making it easy for somebody to work with you versus taking out bad quality leads, you know, like, completely. you know, so you kind of have to read that and kind of walk that fine line. Like you don't want to put so many rules or so many hurdles in front of somebody that are barriers to entry for somebody to be able to work with you. Somebody is going to take them out shopping if they don't have a PQ, you know? So, I mean, you got to just navigate that as best as you can for your business. And it also depends on where you are in your business. I'm right. even though one of the top agents I'm doing very well. I'm still hungry and still want to keep doing better. And I know I still can do more. If you're a newer agent, I highly recommend, even if you know they can't afford the house, it's worth your time. If you're not doing at least 20 transactions a year, show them the house. Yeah. It's worth your time because you will become. You have time. You have time. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You have time and you could, if you cultivate the relationship long enough, they will eventually convert. And, you know, sometimes it is a long conversion. So there's definitely a balance. Like, but here's the thing. This is something that we're kind of like navigating our way through. You know, if you're always showing property to somebody that is, I don't know, you know, it's going to have a 400 credit score, has never paid a bill in their life, uh, and they don't ever have a job consistently. If you are actually able someday to be able to convert that person, I promise you they will tell every other person that's exactly like them. Their friends literally are in the exact same boat that they are, and you will continue to generate that kind of business. And so you have to be careful because... Yes, we want to be able to help everybody. But if you're trying to build a business and you're trying to do all of it on people with 400 credit scores that never have a job, you're not going to have a really hard time. So I've been talking with my team too about that, like, you know, kind of create your, your clientele, create the ones you want to work with because they're going to tell their friends and their friends are exactly like them. That is put so well. 90% of my business right now is referral based yeah, or past clients. Uh, one of those two. And you're exactly right, though. I was doing my median home last year, and obviously it's gone up, was closer to 500. Now I'm doing way more million dollar deals because I got one. I got one million dollar deal done. And now I'm getting so many more. We're doing the two millions now. Yeah. Can't wait to get even higher. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's a fine line to walk, right? We want to help everybody and we really, really do. But just because this is a real estate podcast, not just for people that are shopping for real estate, but it's also a real estate podcast for people that are in the industry. Right. If you're always feeding from the bottom, that's all you're ever going to get. Okay. Well, I have a little bit different advice for this. So I met these two young agents at an open house. They were really great. Gregarious. I think they're going to be solid agents. And they said they're only going to do luxury real estate. Oh, I was just no, like, you don't oh, start honey. there. Oh, honey. No, you don't start <laughs> of there. Of course, everyone wants to only do luxury real estate and good for you. Yeah. But sometimes, especially at the beginning, that low hanging fruit, everyone's going for the high hanging fruit, you know, right? start there. And uh, when I right. was ready to start taking off, I'm like, you know what? If Let's start doing the crappy homes in three forks. Let's start there yeah. because business creates business. I say yep. it all the time. Business it's creates a, business. It's a step up program. Like, like, so you do, you start with people when you're brand new, you, if they have a pulse, you're working with them right? and they're calling you they're you're working with them, but it's a process to continue to increase your clientele and not that you should take your clientele all the way to the tippy top, tippy top. 
there's a real happy medium in there yes. of, of people and that are yeah. capable of buying homes and are able to get it done. And I mean, you're still putting families into homes. You don't have to like shoot for the bajillionaires, right. shoot and for people. In our market, the median home price is 720000 oh. Isn't that nuts? In Bozeman. Ooh, that's so that's not the whole up. valley, but that's Bozeman. So if you're doing the median, you're still crushing it there. You don't need to do the multi-million oh my gosh. Dollars. That's still a very good salary. Even if you stuck at that and you did 12 homes a year, you're going to be putting food on the table. You're going to be no okay. Problem. You're yeah. going to be okay. Yeah. So there's just yeah. a fine line there of, you know, we want everybody to be able to buy a home, but, you know, owning a home is not a right. It's a privilege. And, you know, you have to be able to show ability to repay. Yeah. We got a internet lead that we've been working with for quite a while and she's on another level. I, uh, one of, of my buyer's rec? agents. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we look at every single home and we've had four under contract. She ends up terminating the next day. I finally told the buyer's agent on it. And sometimes you got to do that too. Yeah. So just because I'm saying, yeah, work with everybody, I just know it's not worth his time and effort to continue to put his energy there where he could be with his family right. or he could be, you know, working on other leads. Right. This one is worth it to get rid of it. So you, like you said, the fine line, There's if a line. someone's going to be mm -hmm. a complete time suck and they're never going to buy and mm -hmm. they just want your attention, some people want to just want your attention. You know, I think in conclusion on this, use your intuition. If you feel like it's not a good fit, whether it's a client or it's a practice that you're doing or if it's buying internet leads and it's just your gut tells you it's not a good thing or maybe your gut tells you it is a good thing and it's a great way for you to get started and have conversations. I'm totally not against that at all. I'm just careful of like, ooh, I'm funding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely, you know, just follow your heart on that. Follow your intuition because nine times out of 10, it's going to be right. Yeah. So let's talk about the cost on internet leads. Oh, sure. I'm going to be very I forgot honest. about that part. Okay. It's expensive. If you're going to be in a good zip code where you're actually going to get the leads that you want, it's expensive. Very. I have a few agents in our office that are buying places that are quite a ways out of our core. Yeah. And they're getting some leads and they put some deals together, but they're like $30,000 leads. And that's barely worth your yeah. time for that two hour drive to go in the middle of nowhere and get a couple things done. With that being said. 30000 is that's how much they're going to the cost of the lead? Say that again. So a $30,000 piece of land. Oh, okay. You said $30,000 lead. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So $30,000 buyer. <laughs> $30,000. Right. That's what they're spending. Right. And so it's going to be really hard to, that's also another balance with it. Return on investment. Yes. Right. So I only have to do one deal from my leads to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And that's even really after all the cost and time, I think that's really all I have to do. But still, that's really expensive. And, and that really would be expensive. for like a lower end home and so forth. You know, I had one deal this year that paid for my leads for almost the whole entire year. Right. So that absolutely makes it worth it. But the only thing that keeps me up at night is paying for those leads. Right. The only thing that really stresses me out is that payment. What I'm paying for those leads is more than way more than double my mortgage. Oh, for sure. Also, I'm really cheap and mm -hmm. I pay down our house and my mortgage is really small, <laughs> very right. small, but that's, that's stressful. Yeah. And that's like one of those things where that's a recurring cost every month. As you know, it's right. expensive. Right. And I think we do need to evaluate whether we want to keep doing it. Yeah. Especially with what we know we're paying it towards. We're paying it towards a terrible, corrupt, awful system. Yeah. It's <laughs> terrible, corrupt, awful system that is literally designed to make us fail. So yeah, we do need to reevaluate that. I mean, do they have their place? I think they have their place. I think it's a great thing for newer agents and newer newer loan officers to busy themselves with. I have in the past purchased leads for newer loan officers because I think 
I actually kind of call them burners, you know, because they're like, it's excellent practice for you to do that on. You're not bombing a realtor lead, you know, because if you're a new lender and you're kind of floundering about like everybody does when they're brand new and, you know, Alicia Rutt sent you a million dollar client and you had it fall flat on its face, that's not going to be okay. You're going to ruin that realtor relationship. So I'm okay with buying leads for, for learning. Yeah. And if we convert one, then great. If we don't, they don't know who we are. And there's so <laughs> many different places out there yeah. to buy, buy leads, leads from. Yeah. Like there are so many different options. I've heard rumors, I don't know if this is true, but a really, really big nationwide company that they get information for anyone who mentions a home or like they're buying or selling, if they say those words, buying or selling a house, yeah. that like one of the speaker systems that's big. Oh, the big brother? Yeah. Yep. That big yeah, brother is sending you. them leads. And I've heard from friends that they've gotten calls from that company that they were talking about it just for, but everyone talks about it all the time. I so don't want to fund that technology I either. No, that's freaky. And mm-hmm. again, this is rumor. I don't know if it's true, but interesting to talk about. It is interesting to talk about. And the algorithms that are out there that are picking up when people are interested or saying anything or like maybe they just happen to just kind of be popping around a, a real estate site or something, you will see real estate kind of advertisements start popping up around you because the internet eyes are watching you. Yeah. And it's, I, I don't know. I Have you done Instagram or Facebook posts that sponsored ones? I have not done sponsored ones. Okay, just your normal, what just you Just my, my normal ones. Yeah, I did Instagram. I have to ask my lady. It was super cheap for Instagram and Facebook. I did really, really quick, short campaign. I didn't get any leads off of it or anything because I think it's still just hitting your still sphere of people. Even an ad? I think so. So I just didn't get anything from it. But my whole point of advertising in general, minus the lead stuff, is just to get my name out there so that when I see somebody, if I run into them, they've heard of me before. I don't have to introduce what I've done and who I am. Brand awareness. Brand awareness. Brand awareness. And I think you can do targeted ads through Instagram as well, Uh, not just Facebook, where, you know, you can kind of target a market to be able to show legitimacy. Right. And then so that when you do reach out to these people, like say you have a list of people that are all these people in this one neighborhood that you would really like to be able to list their house or whatever. You can start running Facebook or Instagram. I think Instagram adds to them. And so they've seen you for like a month or two and then you call them and they know who you are. Right. So it's not a bad idea to do that kind of thing. Um, that's not really a lead gen kind no. of thing, but it's warming up the conversation before you actually reach out. They know who you are and you're not just from Mars. My issue with it was, well, when I didn't put the time and energy into what they were doing for my sponsoring, it was so generic and boring and I hate generic marketing. It was so like, are you interested in selling? I'm a top, like it was so- I'm a big my, cheese. Yeah, it was like just not- <laughs> That would have been funny. I was gonna say that I'm into, <laughs> that, I, that I would do. <laughs> but it was- Superimpose your head on a big right. piece of cheese with like little arms. That's what- I'm a big cheese in real estate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm stealing it, I'm gonna do that. The, the cheesier I can get, the better. I know. I'm into it. I love being cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> You can pay me later for your marketing. <laughs> that like fits my brand so well. I my marketing it. is so cheesy and funny. Uh, I'm okay. That what I would go for if they would have done that. Yeah. 
I should have had more say in what I was putting out there. I think that was one of the reasons I canceled it. You know, I had the say. I just didn't have the time and energy to come up with something new that was keep getting posted. You know, we played with that stuff too. We were doing like banner ads and just ads of Google ads, the things that right. I don't exactly know what the term is, but just ads that pop up when you're out and about shopping that an ad of mine would pop up. But the people that were doing them, that were designing them, had no comprehension of really what my business was or who my clients were or how you would actually reel them in or like, you know, the ads, like you couldn't even really tell what it was that they did. So, you know, you have to definitely have the right person that has the right voice, that knows your market, that knows your industry, that can be able to do those things. And sometimes and those IT, yeah, knows you, knows that you would like to be, you know, a thing of cheese and yes. that you're cheesy. I mean, they need to know your voice. And that takes time. And money. Like if you're going to hire someone who's going to do a good job with that, because I don't have the time for it. Yeah, that's it. It's going to cost money. I think it would be money well spent with those type of, like you said, it's not lead generation, but those type of ads would be worth it. Had I gotten someone who was capable of making those ads the feeling and the I know those I people wanted. are out there. Oh yeah. They're and absolutely they're out it. there. I'm thinking it's worth it. We're going to do yeah. a big push on it to really make the online presence be incredible. I think that kind of stuff is worth awesome. I think it's super easy to sign up for lead gen kinds of things. Just, you know, really vet things out, make sure that you're going to be contributing to something that you believe in, make sure that you're researching companies before you go fund them. So do what we say, not what we do. <laughs> yeah. So we're, I think we're going to be breaking up with Zillow here pretty quickly. It's so hard. Oh, like I just wrote a $1.4 million offer sight unseen from a Zillow lead though. Ugh. I know right when I'm ready to be done. It's, it's, it's like, it constantly just like reels you in. That's, yes. that's why you're stuck with it. It's like, you're just, I, and I want you to have that. I want the referral off of it. Right. You know, so that's the like, whole point. so that's the whole thing. It's like, ugh. I know. Don't tell me that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right. Again, we'd love to hear comments on it. Let's bitch about all those lead generations and how they work, but also they're awful. And also maybe they're not working for you. I'd like to hear about that too. Yeah, maybe they're not. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.